morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Latrice, and this is Deliverance by Testimony with uh, Grace for Grace International. And today's topic, uh, well, first of all, let me just say that um, I miss you guys last Sunday. Um, I was studying for an exam, and I was just wiped out completely. And um, so I took the day off, and plus I wanted to, um, you know, just get, you know, in the presence of God and really figure out what it is that he was asking me for or what he would have me to do, as well as what message he wanted me to put out. And honestly, I was just consumed with uh, studying for the exam that I hadn't um, taken the time to hear from the Lord and, and what it is that he wanted me to talk about. So I took the day off. Um, so I hope that you are here with me, ready for another uh, Sunday and Sunday message and forgive me for not being um, consistent as to last week Um, but uh, trust and believe that I will continue to do this not just for you but for myself because this has been um, this whole experience has been a blessing for me as well just to get myself out there and get comfortable with um, delivering a message and talking to people and just getting myself out there um, because this is something new to me. I mean, I minister all the time, um, but not in a way that I'm, you know, recording and and listening to myself, you know, my own voice. And honestly, (laughs) I don't always like my own voice. But I'm getting used to hearing my own voice and um, getting comfortable with being recorded and getting comfortable with sharing my story and my testimony and getting comfortable with just being in this position because I know where the Lord is leading me and I know um, that this is a step in the right direction. This is just preparation for where I'm going. And... um, I have actually had another idea come across me, so I'll be sharing that with you um, in the future as well. But um, as for today, we will be talking about isolation. Um, I was on the phone with a friend that I hadn't talked to since about February of this year. And the last I spoke to her, um, I was just checking in with her, making sure that she was okay and you know what we do is we just kind of because she lives in Texas, and and I'm here in California, and so we don't we don't see each other. But then, but she did come out, um, said, hey, you know, I'm gonna be in, in in your area, and I would like to see you. So I said, sure, no problem. So uh, we met up at the park, and her kids played with my kids, and they had a good time, and and we talked and. And just kind of minister to one another and speaking life to one another because we're sisters and we're family. And, um, and so that's the relationship that I have with her. So I hadn't spoken to her since February. And which is not like n- not like me. I, mean, I usually keep in contact with, you know, people that I care about uh, more often than 
you know, every six months. But um, I had so much happen in my life that sometimes, you know, you forget or you you slip up or you don't necessarily forget. But, um, you know, people come across your mind, you pray for them, but you don't necessarily uh, reach out, which is not something that I am proud of. But I told her, I'm like, look, I ain't forgot about you. I'm here. I'm going to always be here. Ain't going nowhere. Okay. So, um, so of course she came across my mind plenty of times, but because I had so much going on that I, you know, I failed to, you know, just take a moment of my time just to text her and say, Hey, thinking of you girl, hope you're all right. You know, um, and that's something that I need to work on especially for the people who are in my life that are not necessarily in my immediate circle or people that I see on the on a regular um I still care of course I do I still care and I need to do a better job at staying in contact and staying in reach with people um but anyways long story short um she got to speaking on isolation and and talking about how you know we need we meaning you know women and and people that we love and and people that you care about we we need to um we need to build stronger relationships stronger bonds we need to be there for one another we need to do a better job at um taking care intending to these relationships you know because when when you're in need and I'm trying to think of her specific words but she said something like you know people who are there at your worst will be the ones to appreciate you the most at your best and that is so true and I and I believe that to be true because um if you can stick by me in my worst of times then you can be there to cheerlead and to to um to celebrate me in, in my best of times and appreciate my best of times because you've seen me in my worst. So um, I absolutely agreed with that statement and I, and I let her know, like, I ain't going nowhere. I continue to pray for you every time that you cross my mind, you know, but I will do a better job at keeping in contact with you and forgive me, you know what I'm saying? It's something that I need to work on, but I absolutely agree with her. And and also in the terms of isolation, because she spoke on the fact that, and this is not just her, but this is for me too. And I think for most people that when we're in a state of isolation, that's when the enemy starts speaking the loudest. That's when the enemy comes in and he creeps in and he slithers in like a snake would. And, and he begins to attack you in your moment of vulnerability. And usually your greatest moment of vulnerability is when you're isolated, when you have no one there to watch your back. And so I found some uh, scriptures um, uh, speaking on isolation. Um, so this is uh, Ecclesiastes uh, not, uh, chapter 4, verses 9 through, I believe, 12. Um, it says... Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. 
but how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. My goodness. So that's the easy class Ecclesiastes speaking on isolation, that two are better than one, that two can help each other and pick each other up when each other might fall. You know, the Bible continues to to speak on the fact that, you know, our relationship with the Holy Ghost is, um, you know, he's, he is strong when we are weak. Okay. And so that's the relationship that we should have with, you know, people that we love is that they, they should be people that are strong when we're weak and we should be people that are weak or strong when they're weak. And, and we have this, uh, even exchange of, um, almost like a rowing of a boat, you know, when you're down, I'm up. When I'm up, you're down. And we continue to lift each other up as we continue to press forward towards the mark. We should be able to be there for one another, to help each other out, to keep each other encouraged, to watch each other's back, to be there when no one else is. And there has been many a times where I found myself in isolation, not because I wanted to be, Um, and sometimes because I chose to isolate myself, but here's the thing about isolation, because here's another scripture, uh, first Peter five and eight, be sober minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil prowls around like a roaring, roaring lion seeking to devour. Be watchful. I'm going to say it again. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. So you got to be careful and watchful. Because isolation makes you vulnerable to the attacks of the enemy. It's important to surround yourself with like-minded people who love and care about you and want to see you win, who will tell you about you and help you learn and grow and be the best version of yourself. It's important to have at least one somebody that can, what the Bible says, iron sharpen iron, that can sharpen you, that can help make you better, and likewise, you help make them better. And that y'all grow together and y'all challenge each other and you're there for one another. And you say, you know what, girl, that was stupid, but I'm here for you. Now that, now that you have fallen, sister, let me help you get back up again. Okay, we need, build, we need to build relationships like that. That's what, we, that's what we should be doing. If we are entertaining relationships and that is not happening, then I question that relationship. Because I honestly am at a point in my life where I don't want to entertain relationships where I am not able to be built up. 
you know what I'm saying where I'm not able to be honest and say hey girl that wasn't the best move here's what I think you should do you know what it's gonna be okay I'm gonna encourage my sister and let her know that everything is gonna be all right Oh, at the same time, I'm going to say, girl, you got this. Go ahead and go for them dreams, them goals. You got to do what you got to do. Here, let's brainstorm together so you learn, so so we can figure out a good plan on how you can tackle your dreams and goals. At the same time, be the wife and mother you know you are. Whatever it is, we should be able to build each other up to help one another. If we are entertaining relationships and we're, and that's not happening, then I question that relationship. What is the purpose of that relationship if you are not there to help me, to help build me up? There should be some reciprocity. I shouldn't be the only one calling you and building you up, but then you not calling me. You, uh, come on now. Come on now. But here's the thing, though, and I'm going to say this, too, is that How will people know if you have a need if you isolate yourself? Then you're not allowing the people who love you to prove their love to you by being there when you need them the most. Because you're not saying nothing. Because you're you're choosing to isolate yourself. And because you're choosing to isolate yourself, no one knows that you have a need. And so you stay in this place of isolation where no one is there because no one knows that you have a need. And no one knows how to help you because you're not voicing what's going on. See, that's the thing about isolation is that it's meant to keep you down. It's meant to keep you in darkness. It's meant to keep people from you so that the enemy can attack you. You've got to be careful with isolation. Now, God isolates too. But it's not to isolate in the with the intent to harm. But sometimes we need to be isolated from outside voices. Sometimes we hang with people that don't mean us any good at all. Sometimes God isolates us with the intent to take the wrong people out of our life. Sometimes God isolates us so that we can stop in our ways of habitual sin. So he has to remove us from certain situations. Because the friends you hang with are out here sleeping around. And so you out here sleeping and creeping too. Well, guess what? You're going to come into a season of isolation where God is going to remove you from those friends. Now, God isolates with the intent to build you up and to make you better. But the enemy isolates with the intent to tear you down and to destroy you. So you've got to be careful. You've got to be able to discern your season of isolation. Is this God or is it the enemy? What's happening in my season of isolation? Am I getting better? Am I getting better? Am I in? Am I here because I, you know what? I stopped doing what I was doing when I stopped hanging with them. So this season of isolation has done me well. I'm not drinking no more, not smoking no more, not sleeping and creeping, not doing none of those things. I'm not gambling because I stopped hanging with them. Or is my season of isolation, I'm being attacked in my mind and attacked in my body. And I'm hearing the voice of the enemy telling me that I ain't nothing, that I ain't never going to be nothing. Or I got depression knocking at my door, depression and suicide. Come on now, what discern your season of isolation. Discern it. Is it God or is it the enemy? Is it bringing good out of you or is it bringing the worst out of you? You need to take a moment 
and realize where your help is. Now, of course, your help is in Christ Jesus. You know, you can call on the Lord and he'll show up because he's faithful. Okay. But God also sends help. He sends people into your life. So take a moment, if you would, and recognize where your help is, where your fruit, where your true friendships are. Take a moment to, to consider the people who really love you, who's been there for you, who encourages you when you're discouraged, who helps you up when you've fallen, who gives you words of advice to help you heal. Take a moment and recognize those people in your life. Now I challenge you to shoot them a text or give them a phone call. Because don't don't get it twisted. People who are there for you go through things too. And even the strongest among you go through probably the greatest battles alone. So I dare you to take a moment. In fact, I challenge you to put down what you're doing and send a text after this recording to the people who has been there for you, who has helped you, who has encouraged you, who has strengthened you with their words, with their loving kindness has been there for you, who has supported you through things that you thought you could never get through. After this recording, shoot them a text and say, girl, sir, ma'am, I appreciate you. How are you doing today? What can I help you with? I hope you are all right. Just know that I love you and I care about you. And if you need anything, I am right here. We have got to do a better job. And not only loving ourselves, but loving one another. Discern your season of isolation. Has it done you good or has it done you bad? Come on now. Take this moment. Sometimes we need to get away so that we can grieve the things that we need to grieve and let go. Sometimes we shut the door on ourselves, barricading ourselves from people who love us. Why do we do that? Only for us to be attacked because we put ourselves in a place of darkness. Come on now. Think about it. What is your present state? Where are you at? Emotionally, spiritually, where are you at? I got to tell you that these days are not getting any better. The world is getting darker. But God has been faithful to his people. And as the world get darker, the people of God are being taken care of. The people of God remain in the light. The people of God have their needs met in spite of. The people of God is being taken care of and having their needs not only met but supplied. We have got to get to a place where we can call on the Lord and humble ourselves and pray. And ask the Lord to give us discernment so that we can discern the seasons that we're in. So that we can get a better understanding of life 
and why we go through the things that we go through. Get a better understanding of who you are and what your purpose is. And allow the Lord to enlighten you so he can lighten your load. What does that mean, enlighten you? Father, help me to be a good mother. Father, help me to be a good wife. Father, help me in all of these things that I do on a daily basis. Father, enlighten me so I can lighten my load. Because things are harder to do when you don't have the knowledge and understanding to do it. The burden feels heavier when we don't have the knowledge nor the tools to take care of the responsibility. But God is a know-all, omnipresent, everywhere, all at the same time God. And he has the tools that you need to get the job done. And he has all that you need. And he should be your everything. So I dare you to seek his face. To not only ask for discernment, but to ask him to help you get through your every day. Your every responsibility, every hat you wear, every title. Every title that you have hanging over your life. Whether it's wife, mother, husband, brother, sister, daughter, son, whatever it is. Whatever the many hats that you wear. Ask the Lord to help you get through each and every day. Each and every responsibility that is assigned to you, that you carry, ask the Lord to give you discernment and the know-how to get the job done. Ask the Lord to help you discern your seasons of isolation and what is the purpose What is the purpose? What is the purpose in the season that I'm in? What am I to learn from this, Father? Tell me. Show me. Take the veil off my eyes and allow me to see what's going on. What do I need to learn? And be teachable. Be teachable. Be teachable. Because God is a teacher. And he will show you, he will teach you, and he will help you get through your every day. You are not alone. Don't isolate yourself. You are not alone. God always provides a ram in a bush. He will always provide help. So where does your help come from? Hmm, Who are the people in your life that God has sent to you to help you? Recognize who they are and reach out and contact them and let them know that they are loved and appreciated. And keep that going because we need each other. And we need each other more than we needed each other before because the times are changing. And we need to build stronger relationships with the people who care about us. 
because we are never alone. You are never alone. You have Jesus and you have the people that he is placing in your life. So if you're feeling alone, ask yourself why. Because nine times out of ten, it's because you've isolated yourself from the people who love you. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because it says right here in this Bible that two are better than one. And if you go back to the beginning of time, back in Genesis, back in Genesis when he was creating Adam, And Eve, even God said then in the beginning of humanity, he said, it is not good for man to be alone. Two are better than one. If one person falls, then the other can reach out and help. And we can continue to be there for one another. And every relationship should be like a triple braided cord me you and the holy ghost (laughs) whoever you whoever that person is in your life it should be you that person and the holy spirit just y'all you know what i mean when y'all in each other's company it should be me you and the holy spirit that's what it should be sitting there building each other up allowing a safe space to vent and to talk and get all of our emotions out there. Get things off of our chest. And then get right back and rooted and grounded in the word. And say, you know what? The Bible says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And the joy of the Lord is my strength. Come on now. We don't have to be alone. Isolation is a choice. Stop suffering alone. Stop closing yourself off from the people who love you. Don't do that. Because the enemy comes. But to kill, steal, and destroy. And it's in those moments of isolation. When people commit suicide. Because they're being attacked by the enemy. And just like 1 Peter 5 and 8 says, be watchful. Because your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. And I believe every suicide has been in moments of isolation. Where the adversary, the devil, came in like a roaring lion and convinced that person to take their own life. And this is not just a one day thing. This is a season, months on end, of isolation and the enemy just coming in and attacking and attacking and attacking until finally that person has had enough 
and now they just take their own life because they couldn't take it anymore. Baby, isolation is a choice. God does it for a purpose. But if you're being attacked in your season of isolation, you more likely have chosen to put yourself there. You have isolated yourself from the people who love you. There could be circumstances, conversations that you chose to isolate because you let fear creep in. And so there's parts of you that you don't even bring to light because fear crept in. And now that part of you dies, aches, because you choose to isolate that piece of you. Conversations that need to be had that aren't being had. Conversations that need to be said that aren't being said. Things that really concern you. Pieces of you that you want to confess. That you want to talk about. That you want to share with someone. But you don't share it because you choose to isolate it. Because fear keeps you in a place of darkness. Why? We think that we're protecting ourselves by keeping certain things hidden. But when really, deep down inside, those things are eating away at us. Because we're afraid to tell it, we're afraid to expose it, we're afraid to shine light on it. Those hidden things, they kill. They really do. Courage to speak on those things that you know need to be said. Confess them, not just to anyone, but, but people with you that you know are safe, that you can trust them with your heart, that you can trust them with your testimony, that you can trust them. to protect you and keep your vulnerabilities in a safe place. Stop hiding. Stop isolating yourself. Say something and stop suffering in silence. I'm done with that. I used to do it. I am done with it. I'm done suffering in silence. I don't have to. I shouldn't have to. But I was doing it by choice, but now I choose to say something. And now I encourage you to say something. Say something. But stop keeping it hidden. Stop isolating yourself from people who love you. Say something. 
Come out of that place of darkness. I love you. We've got to hold each other accountable. We've got to do what's right. We've got to stop keeping things hidden. We've got to stop isolating ourselves. Take a moment right now. As I'm getting ready to get off of this right now. I'm I'm through. Text the people in your life. Call them and let them know that they are loved. And that they are appreciated. And ask them, how are you doing? Because I don't want my sister suffering in silence. And that will open the door for a conversation. And be honest. Because we need each other. And we need to build these bonds because life is not getting easier. So protect these valuable relationships by building upon them and strengthening them. I love you. I love you dearly with the bot with my whole heart. I promise you that. I love people. I really do. And I love the people of God. Whether they believe the word or not, it don't make me know. Never mind. I love people. And I hate to see people hurt. And that is the truth. I do not like to see people hurt. So be there for one another. Make that phone call. Shoot that text. And let the people who love you know that you care. Have a good day, and I'll see you next Sunday.